0: Hello friends and neighbors and soon-to-be friends and everybody else in between. Welcome to season two of It's All Good in the Hood, episode three, Two Brown Dogs Bistro. It's All Good in the Hood is produced on Treaty 6 territory, a genuinely wonderful place to live. There's a new Bistro Cafe in the area, and it's run by a community member who has not only been a wonderful neighbor and friend, but a tireless volunteer and community league member who consistently shows commitment to the area and to the people who live in the area. Her name is Virginia Potkins and she is an excellent cook. Friends, I'm super excited. We're driving right now to the grand opening of a brand new Bistro Cafe here in the community. It's actually in Eastwood, just across from the Eastwood Hall, and it's called Two Brown Dogs Cafe. And I'm very excited They have a gorgeous patio with blue umbrellas where we are seeing four tables and they have just opened up. It's 12 o'clock noon, opening day of this new amazing cafe. So let's head on in. Oh, we got to put on our masks because it's still COVID times. And I hope you can still hear me through my mask, friends and neighbors. I'll just speak louder. Let's head on in. And it is a beautiful sunny day here on the Ave. There is a signpost out on the Ave, on the corner, beckoning us in. Hello! And here we go. Oh, they've done a great job separating the different tables so people are safe. Yeah. And the happy balloons are exciting me. And I see Virginia just behind the counter. Virginia is the owner proprietor of Two Brown Dogs. And here we go in. Ooh, I'm so excited! Opening day! Maximum one in store at a time, too bad. I'll see you in a bit. Do you want a latte? Yes. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hi. How's it so going?
1: So, unfortunately, I can't make
0: you a latte Oh. Or she needs to be served.
1: Oh, darn. Yeah, but uh, we have our special
0: today. So, you
1: can have uh, a uh, double chocolate cake or pie with coffee and tea. Okay, yeah. Or we also have Italian soda and cheese.
0: Okay. Well, probably the t- we'll get two coffees—one for me, one for Mark—and yeah. I will ask him actually what he wants. He'll probably have cake. All right, I will double check with him.
1: <laughs>
0: the way that it's set up here at Two Brown Dogs, they basically have a t- each table. So there's four, ta- five tables outside, and they're all cordoned off by different planters, so everybody has a certain amount of social distance. There's a gate that opens up onto the patio beautiful blue umbrellas that beckon you in and we have been so blessed with some great weather. As you enter the shop, the big glass doors and windows kind of give you give you a peek inside. There's several uh, pastry counters so you can see all the different desserts and treats that they have. There's a coffee and tea table set up in the front this large espresso machine in the back. And then you can see some of the to-go goodies on uh, racks in the background. There's beautiful crystal chandel- crystal-style chandeliers hanging from the ceiling, giving it a kind of an exciting French look. I'm really excited to try out the chocolate cake. Oh, it is good coffee. Okay. It's not bitter at all. That's nice. So where Mark and I are sitting, there's these amazing antique chairs with a beautiful deep red, not quite burgundy, but almost uh, cushion, or sorry, seat on them. They make me feel fancy. Everybody inside the shop was safely wearing their masks. Yeah. And everything's constantly getting cleaned. And Mark now has two pieces of Kikti.
2: There is a picture of me that maybe we'll find and scan and post for the, the page of me. I think I'm three and I'm visiting my family in Newfoundland for the first time. And they decided they were going to give me a chocolate cake. and I was the first nephew and grandson on my side of the family. So there is a picture of me, the giant piece of cake on my fork, size, probably the size of my head. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah, trying to get it. Show chocolate no
0: cake in your mouth. Well, you, if you take these two pieces that we've been given, like, we've been given huge pieces. It is the opening day, so, of course, inaugural birthday cake. Yes. Um, if you push the two together, you get about half the size of your head. So, you would need two more cases, cake, or pieces, to at least get the... No, you'd need... Oh, I have a big head. You do have a big head. <laughs> so, how is the cake?
2: It's so good. Is
0: it so good? So,
2: So, the, 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 cake, the, cake, the cake part, it's like the perfect amount of moist where it's not like, it's not like just like it's wet or soapy or soggy, mm-hmm. but it's still firm. And then the um, the chocolate ganache on top, oh my God. Is it
0: ganache? I think so. Is that a sugar leaf? White chocolate. <gasps> oh my gosh. Okay, yeah. so it's a nice dense fluffy and it looks extremely moist chocolate cake. Mark is giving it an absolute thumbs up. Covered I with pictures with...
2: before I started eating <laughs>
0: covered with a ganache chocolate icing I do like that this is directly across from the park because in the summer and the fall you can essentially get yourself a latte and a piece of pie or whatever they have on offer in that day and then you could go across the street to the park and Brilliant. just enjoy the park I think it is one of the things about good pastries or good treats good desserts is that they kind of remind you of something that makes you extremely happy. And it can be a memory or a taste of something, or it could be just the flavor in and of itself. But I like that it took you to that memory. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Oh, she says you can go in. She's waving you guys in. (laughs) 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 Miracle upon miracles, wonderful, amazing Virginia is about to bring us a sour cream, apple, Pie, something I've never had in my entire life and I didn't even know such a thing existed but when you think about how a nice tart sharp cheese goes with apple pie I imagine a sour cream would be just as fantastic.
2: I gotta put this cake away.
0: You... <laughs> so Mark has now had one and a half pieces of chocolate cake one, and probably
2: one and an eighth maybe. Oh. okay.
0: <laughs> That's one and a third. I'd say you've had one and a third pieces of chocolate cake so far. And here's the sour cream apple. Oh, I should have that. Oh this, no, this it's is fine. Perfect. Thank you. So yeah, give that a try oh, and then,
2: you know, I'm like,
1: so excited.
0: Yeah,
1: I tried a lot of different uh, or,
2: or apple pies. Again, the crust kind of finds that that balance of like it's not flaky, but it's not you don't have to really chew it.
0: Or a dryness, but this is kind of a this is a nice balance you're seeing.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like with the cake being—it's moist but it's not soggy. This, like the the crust, has enough substance that I can pick up the entire pie and and hold it by its crust and not fall apart. That one's different. The pork was in there. <laughs> um, but then as soon as you put it in your mouth, it dissolves. Mm. So, have
0: you ever had a piece of cake? or a meal that not only tasted amazing, but also took you back to a memory of a time when you felt incredibly happy, loved, comforted, connected, or perfectly content? Well, as you heard, the chocolate cake at Virginia's Cafe did that for Mark. It took him back to his third birthday with his family in Newfoundland, a time of delicious and profound joy. Well, Virginia is trying to create that with her bistro, not just in her cakes and her pies, but in her soups and her appetizers and her meals and even her sandwiches and salads. I interviewed her a few days after her grand opening, and I learned a lot about her connection with food and how she got to her dream of opening a cafe and the importance of the cafe and the community. Now, just a quick heads up, Virginia is very real and she's very honest. So there will be some curse words in the interview. And there was also a lot of construction going on where we did our interview. So please ignore the background noise and any discrepancy between my very loud voice and Virginia's calm and even tone. Yeah. Okay, so I guess the first thing I'd like to ask you is when did you get the idea?
1: the idea oh I've had the idea for quite a long time
0: so this has been a, a dream for you for
1: quite a while a long time I'd say at least a decade really mm-hmm.
0: yeah so have you been uh, involved in some way or another with food service and serving oh
1: yeah oh yeah I used to volunteer at the folk festival and the festival kitchen okay. and I did that for five years mm-hmm. straight then I took a little break when I met Jeff went back in. yeah it was last it was last, last year. year yeah and this year I was supposed to be in sight kitchen <laughs> I'm like damn it because <laughs> that's where I want to be like so I can do all the pre-work like right? pre-kitchen oh, stuff okay and actually enjoy the festival
0: instead of being instead in, of the kitchen, in, the, in the kitchen in the kitchen mean, hearing the music in the background yeah exactly <laughs> yeah
1: so I've always worked in kitchens I volunteer it's always in the kitchen and so I ended up leaving my 15 year banking career to go into hospitality at the end of actually end of 2012 Mm -hmm. so I was always told I was going to be replaced once my boss's boss's lawyer retired that his secretary is going to take over my audit position And I'm like, Okay, no problem. <laughs> so when that day came and they were like, Yeah, Elaine's coming, I was like, oh, Okay And they're like, Yeah, we want you to train her and then after that we'll let you go and I'm like, Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> and I I know when you work in banking as soon as you give notice they walk you out. Uh, you know, I had a couple weeks of you know, vacation, paid vacation more than what I already had, and I ended up going to work for this um, equipment company. They did uh, supply forklifts for...
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. It was the horriblest job ever. (laughs) I was there six weeks, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm out of here. Like, it it was the worst job I've ever had.
0: Oh, man. The
1: the supervisor was it was it was a family owned company oh okay. and my supervisor was the owner's daughter she was horrible horrible she would yell at people threatened to fire them all the time it was a horrible place totally. oh my god you know, i was like after the first week i was like oh my god how do i get out of this yeah you know, and I, have, I have two kids at home i have a mortgage i'm a single parent you know and how do i get out of this? What She was yelling at somebody. And I went to ask her a question. She said, I don't have time for your fucking bullshit. And I was just like, oh my god, like, this is horrible. Like, I can't even ask her a question about someone. And it was a completely different industry. You know what I mean? I didn't know anything about it, and she knew that. And you know, so I had a lot of questions. And I went to my desk, and I put all my stuff together. And I went up and I had my lunch and I sat there and I went, and did and I went downstairs and I went to her and I said I'm sorry, I'm leaving and I walked out with no job, no plan, nothing. Wow. And I went, I'm, I'll be okay. I'm resourceful, I'm resilient. I know food and I'm going to start flogging my groceries. And that's what I did. Oh,
0: fantastic. so I got
1: a, uh, an agreement with a uh, restaurant in the Shore Park, mm-hmm. and I made them 75 dozen a week.
0: Wow. Yeah.
1: Out of my house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing.
1: <laughs> and I just started, because I would do it seasonally, like for like the Easter Thanksgiving to people I knew, mm-hmm. uh, Jeff's work people, you know. And so I would do it seasonally, and then I just started doing freezer table meals, just like I'm doing now. Yeah. Pierogies, cabbage rolls, you know, soup, and, and stuff, and I just started doing it. And then I got a part time position at Fairmont mm-hmm. in banquets. And a part time, like, part time casual position at the Alberta Teachers Association, and so I did all three of those things. Oh, wow! Yeah, and um, it was a lot of the long hours because it always seems when there's events, there's events everywhere. <laughs> so it'd be like I'd be, I'd go work at ATA in the morning, and then I'd come home, have a nap, and go work at the Fairmont at night, and come home at like three in the morning. <laughs> I did that for a long time and then doing, you know, my own stuff on the side and all that, right? And after a while, I'm just like, if I'm gonna work this hard. I need to work this hard for myself. Yeah. Right? And so I'm like, I, I wanna do this. I wanna open my own place. Yeah. And so it's always been in the back of my head, but it's, it, you know, it's scary taking that leap, right? That, yeah. Responsibility and finding a place and making sure you know you're gonna be okay, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. But then I guess you, I don't know, you're never okay, right? Like,
0: yeah, the reality is you
1: could keep waiting and waiting for the perfect time, but there's really no perfect time, Mm. right? Like, I mean look at this year <laughs> you know like I I, I'm, you know it's been in the back of my mind for a long time especially when I moved into this neighborhood I'm mm-hmm. like, I I want to do it in this neighborhood I want to have a breakfast place I want you know a nice place to go for lunch and, you know yeah. stuff right and um, this is just an opportunity that I've happened to come up by
0: so right so that actually leads to really good questioning is um the decision to buy or to to open your location here at this place, in and, and it was it was important for you to be in your own community? I suspect. Yeah. 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 And is there a, something in particular that was important to you to be in your own community?
1: Um, I think just because I can give back, mm. so I'm here in the community. People know me, and when there's you know things going on. I as, as a business owner now, and in in the community, can contribute to my community. Mm-hmm. So I'm here, and I, I can give back. So that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And
0: um, well, I think I,
1: I couldn't imagine being anywhere else, honestly. Right, like the support, like you know, has <laughs> been amazing from from people that you would never even. Think of, like just encouragement, and yeah, excitement, and it's like okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, I'll do okay, it. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I live here. I love it here. Yeah,
2: it's, it's home, right?
0: Well, and you are like you're involved in the community. You live in the community. You're, and I for myself, most of my friendships are in the community now. And then to be able to have your business in the community as yeah. well, I mean, it creates an even stronger connective sort of spirit in the area. It's nice yeah. to have people who own the businesses live in the yeah. area. Yeah. Um, and then when you started up, did you have a lot of help from the community, uh, or at oh, least people yeah, in the community? Sure. Yeah. Like,
1: so COVID happened. So right. I lost all my work, including like dog sitting work, everything within forty eight hours. Yeah. Like all of it. And I was just like oh my god what am I gonna do yeah you know? and then you know this after about six weeks the shock was off because yes. <laughs> you know you know the government starts stepping in and, and helping thank god you know controls start coming in with you know rent and people couldn't be evicted. thank god for that too right and uh, you know so things start you know you start easing your anxiety down a bit right even though you're like I have no idea when I'm gonna go to work yeah or if I'm even gonna go to work this year because all the big events have been cancelled um, my latest update from Nate was maybe October but highly highly doubtful because all the people that have been there for a while will get first opportunity right uh, now I just started in January okay. so and same with ATA, even though I've been at ATA like nine years, you know, all the full time people will get first, you know, oh, and then, okay. so who knows, and who knows when they're going to start having big functions, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know when I'm going to go to work. I got to figure out something to do. So then I started, oh, I'm going to do a pilot of uh, Mother's Day brunch. So I'm going to do that. Uh, so I ended up finding a commercial kitchen on the south side. Oh okay. Where you lease space. And you know, that was good, but you're very you're limited on your time and if you want more time it costs you huge money. Ugh. And so you gotta be very strategic okay, I gotta do this today, you gotta bring all your stuff there, you gotta pack all you know, it's a <laughs> pain in the ass. Right? Yeah. And uh, and you know, I had been looking on you know, Kijiji and all that. Just looking at commercial k- kitchen space, like you know, I was looking at a um, Cuban place. There. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I went. I seen them just before COVID hit in January, and it was it was okay, but it was too many seats. How are you gonna fill all those seats? Okay. Their kitchen is pretty small, and uh, you know, I looked at that one. I looked at one over on one o seven off one o first street and stuff. Okay. No, so I've been looking for a while, and then um, somebody sent me the post that Melanie was selling.
0: Right, and I'm like,
1: "Get out!"
0: Like, yeah, I never thought she would ever.
1: Yeah, well, I heard last year she was thinking about it. Okay, and I'm like, I'm here, "So I came here, and I'm like, Melanie, I really want this, and you know me, and and you know." I'm I'm in the neighborhood, like I'm in the neighborhood. I'm involved in the neighborhood, and she really wanted to sell somebody, sell it to somebody who was in the neighborhood, mm. who wasn't going to change it into some, you know, pizza place or oh yeah 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 or I just like, like the
0: random yeah. Fast like she food just content. didn't want
1: it to sell it to some, just to anybody, right? Mm-hmm. So when, so your question, did I have support? Absolutely. I mean, Julie has been amazing setting up you know, all my inventory spreadsheets and Aww. doing all my social media and setting up my website because I had stuff that I, it overwhelmed me, <laughs> right? Yeah. And Fernanda, you know, planting all the, the flower boxes yeah, and they're hauling dirt and <laughs> cement and, you know, all that stuff and John Larson built me that one oh, and, fantastic. you know, as you know, a welcome gift kind of thing and, and just John and Margaret's, uh, encouraging words yeah um, sorry. it's okay <laughs> I remember John saying to me a few months ago he's like I'm investing in you and I was just like that means so much to me you know and you know Karen, Nikita you know, giving me opportunities at Silversgate and giving me opportunities and you running the commercial kitchen, you know, like all those things go back to me being able to do this, right? Um, you know, all those, you know, James Jarvis got me into Heritage Festival, right? Mm, yeah. Uh, to do the multicultural one, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all those people. Here we'll help you but you know, we'll do what we can, right? Yeah. So it's been it's been
0: sorry. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Very overwhelming.
0: Well I, don't You've also proven yourself in the community as well by running events for the community league and with the community league. And you've shown your commitment to the neighborhood and the people that you've mentioned, like Julie and the Larsons and and John Darvis, and and all of these people, they are very committed to the community. So I think for them, when they see someone who is also so committed to the community and puts the time and effort in, it's just natural for them to go, okay, we're gonna do everything we can. Because you have. You've proven yourself over and over and over again, Virginia. And I mean, like, your opening day was so fabulous. And I haven't actually seen Mark eat that much cake in a very long time. <laughs> so that was exciting for me. But that's what
1: I did during COVID. I just tested recipes. And I I, I, honest, like, I would phone up random people in the ladies group, like, message them and go, Hey, I'm trying out this recipe. I'm going to drop some off for you. And can you try it? Like, you know, MJ and uh, Maggie and... Uh, <laughs> You know, Alicia, and, um, you know, I would just drop stuff off and go, here, try this and tell me what you think. Like, give me your honest opinion, right? And, uh, you know, like I said, I tried out a thousand cake recipes. (laughs) But that's, you know, because I was looking for a certain taste, right? That certain um, feeling you get when you eat that That cake, cake, right? And so, in my ex-mother, well, soon to be ex-mother, gave me this recipe from her mom I was like oh you know because Jeff's like oh well, my mom has pretty good chocolate and I'm like yeah okay I'll try it right and so she gave it to me and we tried it. I'm like this is it this is the one <laughs> so yeah she knows I'm using it in her case, this little bistro of mine
0: so, <laughs> and she's clearly is fine with it so that's awesome
1: and, and, you know even like you know my soon to be ex he's been absolutely amazing like I couldn't have done this without his help either right and you know his parents have been even supportive even though we're going through a divorce right (laughs) you know we're getting divorced yeah you know and it's it's all these people just you know surprise you sometimes right Mm -hmm. it's like yeah they surprise you even though you know you you have them in your ear circle or whatever, and then all of a sudden they do something that's like, wow, wow, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. Well, oh, so, that's fantastic. Yeah, I feel, I feel very loved. Oh, that's and good. it, and opening day was amazing. It was like seeing all these people come. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I, like, never expected you, to see you, and here you are. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And it uh, was busy all day. It was yeah, beautiful it was great. to see. Yeah really beautiful to see yeah. the opportunity yeah it came up and you're like okay I'm doing okay. this
1: the universe is telling me this is what I'm doing now. yeah exactly you know because I was thinking oh a year from now and then even when I was talking to William I, I was sitting there one day and like, who the fuck do I think I am <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this like major like, imposter I syndrome <laughs> yeah like what am I thinking you know and I'm like no. Oh. I wanted to do this for a long time. If I don't, don't do it, I will regret it for the rest of my life. But I know I can do this. Like, I know I can do this. And, you know, fear, I think, holds people back from so many things, right? Yeah. And, um, like, I have brunch coming up from the 23rd. And then my mind starts going, It's like, oh, no, I'm going to push it back. I'm going to push it back. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I can't. I can't. And I know I can do it. Like, it just. That that fear and anxiety that you have that you can't do something and you start talking yourself out of things, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes the universe has a different plan for you.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. Two brown dogs. Two the brown name dogs. of the bistro. Your
1: babies. My babies. Your babies. <laughs> my babies. two brown dogs.
0: Like two brown dogs yeah. 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 That's fantastic. I like that. And I want it and
1: it to be a dog friendly place, so AJS they're kind of they're relaxing the rules around dogs on the oh. and stuff. So AHS said oh, yeah, we I mean, it's fine. So ours is a dog friendly patio.
0: That's fantastic. And I
1: because I, I love going to Camar Every place is dog friendly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like I want
0: this.
1: I want a patio. <laughs> so yeah. It was it's after my babies.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. So in terms of the food fair that you offer like you are you will be having on the 23rd brunch but generally what kind of food do you offer
1: yeah so right now you know just because it's summer um we're doing salads and and, um sandwiches Mm -hmm. (laughs) um come fall we will have to go meals nice come in and pick up some good comfort meals like and platters and meatloaf and pasta mm. dishes and you know, beef stroganoff and, um, I really wanna concentrate as well on offering some really good vegetarian vegan dishes mm. because it's hard to find. And I feel that from, you know, people I know and it's like, we well, gotta put some vegetarian and vegan stuff on and it's like okay. And I practice with a few things, you know. COVID's taught me so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with vegetarian dishes and, and stuff like that. So, I want to be able to offer that as well. So, I'll have good comfort food in the fall, you oh, know, great. some good soups and sandwiches, specials and things like that. Uh, we'll always have pierogies. We'll always have cabbage rolls. We'll always have borscht and uh, sauerkraut soup.
0: So, essentially, yeah. just all the things that are really good, good standard Eastern European fare that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. And do you have a, a favorite menu item for yourself? Perugies. The The pierogies?
1: <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it's funny because I hardly ever eat them because uh, I make so many of them. Um, my favorite? Oh, jeez. so many. Um, I just like good
0: comfort food. Yeah yeah you just anything that kind of fills you up sticks to the bone yeah kind of thing yeah and did you grow up with a lot of food like that
1: well my stepfamily was ukrainian oh which how, is, well, how i learned how to make all this um, ukrainian food oh, i used to go visit you know when we go into the city and go visit our grandparents that's what me and my grandmother would do. We'd sit around the table and make pierogies. Because she had 13 friggin' kids. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so she was always in the kitchen. You yeah. know? Making pierogies, making soup, you know? Making french fries. She was like a shorter clip when the kids came home. <laughs> I'm hungry, make me some french fries. And she'd be getting up, making french fries, making pierogies. And so I would just sit with her and we'd make pierogies.
0: Oh, that and, that's wonderful.
1: And so, yeah, it always... Meant comfort to me, you know. We cook up pierogies and we sit on the front step and eat pierogies. And our, you know, our little friends would come by in the neighborhood, and you know, grandma would bring out and Oh, <laughs> you know that's I mean? like, great! It just, it always, you know, good comfort food.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then on the horizon, do you have any uh, big plans
1: for the bistro? Um, I have some uh, events that we'll be doing. Great. Uh, I am meeting with uh, the lady who organizes Muttstock today at 4.30. (gasps) Lovely. Okay. And um, I have a lovely pet photographer who did our portraits last year, Mm -hmm. who I hope will be involved in this little event. so yeah, we'll have, we'll have special events for sure. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, I do plan to get my liquor license. Oh, nice. So um when we're open in the evenings after I get my liquor license, uh, we'll have some really nice um not wings. We won't have wings <laughs> no. or any of that. it will be more food, like food, but we'll have some nice
0: like dinner food. App, appetizers oh, appetizers. And like that oh, well, that'll be sure. nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. And Virginia not only lives in the area, volunteers in the area, runs a business in the area, and gives back to the area, but she's also building more community by sourcing locally as much of her products and ingredients as is possible, using Yag Meats, which is located only a few blocks away. Auto Food and Drink is supplying breakfast sausages for her brunches. A local glass straw producer will be selling her products in Virginia's store. Virginia also tries to buy her her produce and eggs from farms that are local to the Edmonton area, as is seasonally possible. She also hires locally, and so the net of connection is further strengthened in our inner city hub. Virginia is a go-getter, and she is strong, and she is resilient, and she is kind, calm, committed, and talented. She is another gem that makes up the beautiful tapestry of our incredible community well, let's say communities, the neighborhood. Well, as you can see, there are many amazing things in our community. It really is all good in the hood. Till next time.